What's up? What up? What up, y'all? You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first, along with Baba Rich Green, Mr. Dick Dastardly, and the little lady in the house, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett. What's good? What's good with it? It's almost the end of this month. We out of Libra season. We moved in. What is it? This the Scorpios. Yeah. Is it the Scorpios? Darn Scorpios. Scorpios. Scorpions. Oh my goodness. So happy birthday to everybody this weekend. There's so many people I can't even, you know, I can't even get all their names out. So happy birthday to you. The Scorpios have showed up. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, y'all. We want to thank. I want to thank everybody that's been tapping in with us, man. Continue to tap in with us. Please like and share, start watch parties. We're trying to, you know what I'm saying, take this platform where we as far as we can. And we can't do it without our wonderful people, man. You know what I mean? You show me love, I show you love. Shout out to uh, Truth Be Told Radio. Shout out to the Epic uh, uh, sh- Comedy Show. My man, Media Marcus. You know, shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to... Roselle Lamar and drinks at the bar with Roselle Lamar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, man, everybody. Shout out my man, Jackie Jake. Y'all go to his YouTube, y'all YouTube page. Get your, get your lift on, get your pump up right. You feel me? My man, Freddie, best photographer in the world. Freddie B. Shout out to Freddie B. With the dope intro. Y'all want, y'all need videos and photographs for your parties, bar mitzvahs. Uh, uh, orgies, whatever you need to do, <laughs> holler at Freddie B. He capture all the money shots for you. Like I said, he did my own things. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, 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 shout out to D. D got a show coming up next week on Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, if you're in the cat, if you're in the cat area, y'all, you know, come check me out. You know what I mean? Up at the Boom Boom Room. Shout out to my man Jerome up there. You know what I mean? We gonna do it like we do it. Yeah. Hey, and then holler at your boy. Coming up on November 13th, Comedy After Dark. I'm going to be uh, doing a great show with my man, Kenny Howe. Uh, Def Comedy Jam. This guy's been in the game for, for a minute. So y'all, so y'all come come check me out. Come check Kenny out. It's going to be a good time. Same place, same city. Box. You know how we do it. We're going to do it great. We're going to tear it up. And man, Kenny coming to town once again, Comedy After Dark. I want to say what's up to Kenny Adams uh, for putting that together. Once again, Jake Motorist, Ashley. Latrice, what's going on? What you read a read of? Sucky, sucky now. We done got some fireworks. You tapped into the full disclosure show, man. Like I said, uh, please give us your comments because I want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, tap in with us. What's up, K Wall? Yes, indeed. Tuesday, right? Come up Tuesday, too. Took me Tuesday, you know Tuesday. what I'm saying? We'll be up there. Cold is hosting. We'll, oh, Cole hosting? Yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah. in the building. We will be in the building. Come on up there, K-Walk. Come kick it with us. You know, at the Chicoya, the Chuka Cabra. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So without further ado, man, we're going to go ahead and get into the show. You know what I'm saying? Miss Lisa, Lisa, you want to go ahead and set this thing off proper like? So uh, I want to talk about Killer Mike and his... Black owned digital bank. So the Killer Mike got together with Andrew Young and Ryan Glover, first met, first black mayor of Atlanta, oh. civil rights activist, yeah. he was, <laughs> and Ryan Glover, uh, the founder of Bounce TV. So they got together and uh, raised three million dollars, and they started this black owned digital bank geared towards the black and Latino community. 
So within 24 hours, the bank received tens of thousands of account requests. Nice. So this seems like it's a good step in the right direction for us black and brown folks. And uh, I really dig this. Um, they they call it Greenwood, and they named it um, after the after an area in Tulsa, Tulsa. So, uh, get online and get your accounts, and let's get this thing going so we can get our uh, dollar circulating here in the black community, so we can get our uh, get our money right, <laughs> get our priorities right. So they say that uh, in the white community, uh, a dollar circulates for 20 days. But in the black community, that bad boy is going within six hours. So that's pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So I think this is really dope. And I would like to read up on it and do my investigation, doing my research, and get my own account. You know what I'm saying? So what y'all think about this? Well, I, you know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm overjoyed, and I'm, I'm glad that they call when they, you know, we said Greenwood. Mm -hmm. You know, that remind me, you know, 1921 Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. Greenwood Archer and Pine. That's where the Gap Band got his name from. So, um, just, just to have that nostalgia with it, the fact that these, these people are paying, you know, homage to who came before them and laying the, the groundwork down. I mean, we've had great people come through, people like Marcus Garvey, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people like Malcolm X. Uh, you know, Martin Luther King, you, you name it. Uh, you think of Amos Wilson, Blueprint for Black Power, you think of Claude Anderson. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things these people said we need to do. We need to control our own finances. And you know, uh, what Claude Anderson say is criminal to have our kids go through this educational system and have to beg somebody else for jobs. Mm -hmm. This is how you get that economic base. So many times I see these memes. I saw this one meme that showed all these rappers. Over a billion dollars in the room, and not one bank, not one credit union. Okay, now you you criticize. Let's see you go roll with this. Mm -hmm. Now, what what we what we tend to do, and I don't want to take a negative of this. We, as a people, when you've been defeated so much and you've been beat down, you try to you you tend to see only the negative. Let's see the positives in this. Let's go ahead. I need to set my account up with them, and I will. Uh, you know, I think that we all should, in order to get those finances going through, because. These are the types of, of banks that lend in our areas. You know, they have your best interest. They're gonna hire people that look like look like you. You got that name Tata Alicious, you wouldn't get in that job, you're probably getting that job now, right. you know? Right. So th this is this is what true power looks like. It is probably foreign to a lot of people, but we need to take that first step. This is not an end-all be-all, this is just a first step. And Killer Mike has been a man of his word. Yeah. Every single time he's tried something, he's done the home rule. He, he's, he's showing you how to set up your own town. Now he's showing you how to do banking. Yep. Him and T.R. are buying up large swaths of land in, in the areas that they grew up in, in the Bankhead area in Atlanta. I just read that Rick Ross just bought 87 acres, I believe. Yeah, for a million dollars. Yeah, yeah he did. In Georgia. In yeah, Georgia, in Georgia. Atlanta. Yeah, so, I mean, these people are doing it. We we sit here, we, we criticize, why are they doing this? Now we got brothers that's doing it. It's yeah. sisters that's mm -hmm. doing it. Because don't forget, Queen Latifah, has a development out of New Jersey. Yep, she does. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I, I want to get you know you know pay her respect as well. It's people out there that's actually doing it. We need to start going to that. You got the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. You got a few things that's going on right now. You know, so mm -hmm. uh, big ups to them. D. Well, I want to. I, I kind of as y'all was talking, I kind of want to pose a question to you guys. 
Like, what do you think as far as entertainers and athletes, you know what I mean, in the black community, as far as their responsibility, you know what I mean, to do stuff like this? You know what I mean? First off, big up Killer Mike, you know what I mean, and the celebrities, Ice Cube, uh, LeBron James, who are some of you who you just mentioned, Rick Ross, T.I., who's been at the forefront, Karis One, who's been Jalen Rose. These celebrities and athletes who do take responsibility to give back. And, and, and then you make, like you just mentioned, they when, they, when, when they talk yeah, about the, uh, the, the the picture on the wall and it's like all these, you know, yeah. and, and such and such, such and such. So yeah. what do y'all feel is, as far as a responsibility to athletes and entertainers of their elk to do something to give back? Um, I do feel that as is, you don't you you should have some responsibility to help out in your community. You may not have to go as far as Killer Mike, but I do feel especially the black celebrities and that's not saying that you you have to be a role model. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying be a role model for the kids, but I do feel that you should have some sort of responsibility or some sort of giving some sort of help to help your community. I mean, you're saying we need this whole village. I We need to have this village idea mm-hmm. in order to get ourselves out of the bullshit that we're in. So I don't think the celebrities should take most of the responsibility, but I do think that they should contribute some. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, it, it's, it's funny, man. It's like a dual-edged sword because it's no other ethnicity, at least that I see in the States, at least, because, you know, I'm not, I can't say I'm worldwide. I've traveled, but I don't see how other countries do things. I don't see what happens in the United States. It's like we really depend on our superstars, our luminaries to be spokespeople for us. Then when they're not, we get on them. Then when they are, we get on them. You know, you're like, well, you used to be a stripper. You can't speak for us. You're a drug dealer. You can't speak for us. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, man. Who are you? You know, this, like yeah. I tell people, Malcolm X got the lowest of the low, rehabilitated them and got them out there on the... On the uh, because the he road. was the lowest of the low. He, he was. was. A, he, Malcolm X was a pimp. Red, a, man. A, a dope dealer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hustler. So the, the thing is with that. So first, let me let me address why I use that. Let's not get European mindsets when it comes to our people. We're forgiving people. We don't hold people prisoner to their past. That's what society has taught us to do, to hate each other and hold our past against us. Let's support the people who are trying to do something. I understand we're not monolithic, and I get it. It's people who will never do business with black people. I get it. Black people who won't, but we're not talking about them. We're talking about the brothers and sisters that want to see other brothers and sisters coming up. True power comes from having an economic economic power base. Until you learn that, you're not going to be taught that in school, so you got to teach it at home. And until you learn it and then you put it into practice, only then can we move forward. Voting is one thing. I do think that you should have that. But without an economic power base, your voice means nothing. You like the 13-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid coming in and slamming doors. Do you really care if your kid mad you love him? You don't want him to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, you ain't paying no bills around here. Now, you pull a little economic weight with that. Now you're listening. Mm-hmm. 300 million later, now you understand us. You know, 
That's that's how, that's just how I feel. I think there. I think that they do have a, a responsibility. But I can tell you, I've said this plenty of times. If I was a Jay Z, if I was a LeBron, I would have stopped a long time ago. But because I haven't grown into that person yet, the way they're criticized, you know, Illuminati. Uh, um, uh, he he, LeBron. He didn't do this. He left Cleveland. He did this. He's not the greatest. Blah 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 blah. This man has has been nothing but exemplary about the way he takes care of his people. Scottish. Yes. <laughs> you like the sound effect. Like like <laughs> Message. But, but the thing is, so I'm trying to grow to that. I'm glad that they do it. They have no responsibility to. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that we have. It's something in us. It's an innate thing in us to want to reach back and bring back. Because if we were getting real materialistic, where you know you think, and I'm not putting Birdman out there, but I just think of him when I think about that. The nastiness yeah. that came with money, like I'm rich, I'm better, I'm not your average in words. I mean, is you finished or is you done? Is you finished or is you done? <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> so, uh, and and he's probably done a lot too. Don't get me wrong, you know. After he, uh, let me stop it. <laughs> All right, so no, you know what I think. You know when you look at the when you go back to the civil rights movement, right? And then you because this is a phenomenon that's really. Strictly in our community, like you know, we put so much on our celebrities more than any anybody else. But then it goes back to the civil rights movement when you think about the role that entertainers and athletes played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bringing a lot of this stuff to the forefront. Mm-hmm. You know, bring you thinking about the Jackie Robinsons and the and the uh, Willie Ma- uh, yeah. James Browns and uh, the Willie Jesse Owenses. And what was the brothers in the uh, the, the Olympics? Negro leagues. Uh, oh, oh, oh the, you talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember the two brothers that raised their hand, they yeah, fist up in the Olympics. And, and, and you know, on and on and on. You know, Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of these entertainers. You know, if you watch the Sam Cooke documentary, you see him in the same room with Malcolm and Mark. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you see the the role these celebrities took on their own. You know what I mean? You yeah. see, you see Ray. When he refused to start, you know, like, look, I, I, you know, I want my money, but I can't ignore what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, so that's what they, that's where we come from, like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? That's where you know a lot of us grew up on and seeing that. So, uh, so I think that's one of the reasons why our community, you know, why why that that celebrity takes so much weight because they they do pull a lot of weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think all of us, celebrity or no celebrity, have should have the same attitude as far as giving back to our community in the way that we can. You know, if you can if you can help out at a soup kitchen, if you could coach, if you could, you know, if you could mentor, if you can do something, you know what I mean? Like I think everybody should have that mentality as far as giving back and, and doing certain things to try to give back to their community and try to help build. And of course the more that you have, you know, the more you give back, whether everybody know about it or not, whether it's monetary, uh, you know what I mean, contributions or, you know, like doing what Killer Mike did, what Nipsey Hussle did, like, you know, 10 toes down in the community. I commend those brothers, man, you know what I mean, because they don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what kills me when, you know, they, they talk about, like, you know, Kaepernick didn't have to uh, uh make the stand that he did, you know, like somehow he's making himself a martyr. No, he could have kept playing and kept his mouth shut and kept them 
$20 million checks rolling on in mm -hmm. and not care. So I always commend the ones that do, because it's, it's a risk. It's, it's, risk. it's a risk reward with little reward, especially if, like you said, you just pointed out from us. Because we, we we be quick to criticize and, you know what I mean, stab it all. They damn if they do, damn if they don't. If they do, oh, he didn't do that 10 years ago. Well, maybe not. He's just coming into that consciousness. You know, you're growing, you're learning now. You know, nothing, Every you know, some things ain't good enough for certain people. Like you give an inch and they want to take a mile. You know what I mean? Like you contribute this and they ask you, why didn't you do this? So it's, it, it, you're right. Sometimes you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. But we got to keep doing it in spite of You got to keep doing it in spite of That's pain and ignorance speaking. And, you know, I'm not trying to put anybody down or call you names or whatever, but when people aren't used to boss moves, any boss moves you see looks like an affront. Just when you saw uh, Jay-Z working with the NFL, just thought when you saw Ice Cube's a contract with Black America, I remember when it came to my inbox. Then once I shared, I actually put this on my page, I saw a few people share that, Claude Anderson helped them craft this. Some of the ADOS people have them crafted. Then I talked to somebody who was part of the movie, like, well, see, that's the problem with it. So many hands in there. I'm like, man, shut up. Because when we were talking, <laughs> no, you know what? I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I didn't mean that, bro. I, I need to talk to you one-on-one -on -one before I get that. I, I ain't like, you know how I get. I speak my mind. K. Walzone said, just signed up for the Greenwood Banking. They put me on the waiting list. Number 155-535 to open an account. So I want to give it up to that brother. So, uh, hey, what's up, Media Marcus? Uh, the mics are back, uh, back feeding a little bit. So, you know, we make sure we uh, turn it down a little bit. So, we trying to, we trying to blow, blow your eardrums out. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. Thank you. Okay, well, no, Citizen change the world. Q speaks the truth to power. And that's why I brought my manifesto to y'all. Yeah, I remember when he put that, yeah, he yeah. put it down, K-Wall Zone, y'all check him out. K-Wall Zone, W-A-L-N Zone, N-Z-O-N-E. Uh, brother came on and put it down. It's a lot of people doing stuff. Y'all had uh, Mr. Hudson over here, you know, Mr. Candy himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's people that, yeah, you might not see it at that level, like on television, but it's people who love the community. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like Anita Gardner in Cleveland. Uh, my man Ray Smith in Cleveland. You know, he got his community garden jumping off. It's it's people doing things. It's grassroots. Don't just go for the pretty shiny stuff. It's a lot of people who need your help out there. Everybody don't need money. Sometimes they just need your time. Maybe I need you to pick a shovel up. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need you to donate, um, you know, somebody who got a washer and dryer. You know, it's, it's places where people don't have things. They can go in and wash their clothes there. Uh -huh. Kids could go in and have a meal there. Uh -huh. If your kids, you struggling, you could go there. So you know, uh, you know, go see, check out the four seasons. You know, uh, it, it's a lot of things we can be doing as people. It's more that I could be doing, but I'm glad that we have a show like this that we can give life to that. Um, once again, I want to give it up to Andrew Young, the Killer Mike, and everybody who was involved in that. I just saw a meme too, D. It's funny, and then I'm gonna digress. Um, you know, whenever we're talking about the big three and Ice Cube getting involved. Someone said, yeah, this is his real partner. <laughs> yeah, him, I saw it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I see bro, if you understand power in America, you can't really move without moving in certain rooms. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like... When, you don't think there's a white dude standing behind this bank when Killer Mike just yeah, opened up? There's a white man standing behind... They're at the, they're the gatekeeper. You can't get an FBIC yeah. code without doing certain things. Go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. Right before the show started... 
I was reading some of the posts. You said a lot better now, no feedback. I was reading some of the posts on, uh, somebody posted an advertisement for it, and they were just, that's exactly what they was talking about. It's not black owned, it's just black fronted, and this, that, and the third. I'm like, man. Once again, people (laughs) who don't understand power, okay, so let me say this. You got, I do a lot of trade. My kids do a lot of trade. So if I didn't want to trade and have my money touch a white person's hand, where would I trade? <laughs> yeah. Now, let's, I'm going to keep wondering. You tell me, where would I trade my money? I want them to tell me. I remember when uh, uh, Jay-Z bought Title, and they said, oh, it's black on. Look at all these white people Yeah, the I was just thinking about that. So wait a minute. You mean I'm supposed to come in and fire everybody who knows what they're doing and then start from scratch? That's not how you build a business. That's not even smart. No, you got to have them be mentored and learn how to do it. We saw that happen with the government. And look at the disaster we're in now. That's why the COVID-19 is bad. You had somebody come in and just say, I don't want nothing this black person did before me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get rid of it. And this is why we have problems as a country. Now you saw how that worked. Go ahead. Black, <laughs> Y'all are silly. Y'all are silly with this. So, uh, hey, man, the thing is we building now, y'all. So, yeah, we're going to have to. And you going to. And white people, don't be nervous. We still got to work with y'all or power structure, however you want to see it. I don't want to just single any one person out. It ain't like we just going to start something tomorrow and we ain't got to work with it. Yeah, buy black, purchase black, do as much as you can black, but you'll never be able to eliminate everything. The whole world is ran by white folks. So what the, what, how? Yeah, come on. We, we, everybody's always looking to discredit somebody else that's trying to yeah, do something. They ain't doing what they Pair, do. point blank. Message. You know what I mean? People again, are trying dude. to discredit you. From doing something that they don't, they either can't do or won't do. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, and, and it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Like, as soon as somebody does something, somebody is ready to come and try to poke holes in it and tear it down. You know what I mean? It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to call it. Hey, Media Market said, we need a Puerto Rican bread. <laughs> Rice and beans for everyone. <laughs> we eat fried chicken too. I like big feet. Y'all tapped in to the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first Barbara Ritz Green, Dick Dastardly, and little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett, y'all. We don't <laughs> keep the feedback coming. What's up, Miss Tanya? You know what I mean? Keep 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 the love. We're gonna uh, continue on with the show. I'm gonna go ahead and slide in Thank to this next right. topic. Keep keep the comments coming, or we're gonna keep uh, rolling backwards, talking about Killer Mike's digital bank. And um, I kind of want to get into we talk about vibrations. And, and for those who who watch the show, or who you know, what I mean, you know, you 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 often hear us talk about vibrating on a certain level and. You know what I mean, and so I just kind of want to get into, get into it a little bit for those who don't know. You know, we we talk about it a lot in our conversation, and so uh, it's kind of like when you talk about the law of vibrations, and uh, to quote Nikola Tesla, Tesla, he said, "If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. This is the community. This is the way the universe communicates." Everything vibrates. Everything, you know, you have molecules, they vibrate at a certain wavelength. Even inanimate objects, everything vibrates. Everything is energy, you know what I mean? Energy flows 
and, and, and waves, and that's what we talk about vibrations. You know what I mean? And when we talk about consciousness, we're talking about, you know, when you, when you, you know, I want to get all into like the science, science of the whole thing, but you know, you're talking about thoughts and, and sound waves and energy waves that flow through our body and nerves. These are all energy vibrating and then we, it, it vibrates to your thoughts and what you think. That's why when, when the, uh, in the Bible, when it says, you know, it started with the word, the word, which is really the sound, it's the vibrations. That's what they're really saying. So as you think, you, you, can, you can channel your own vibrations to a certain level mm -hmm. as, your, as your thought process, which like we talked about the law of attraction. You know, when you remember at least when you talked about the mm -hmm. law of attraction, basically the law of vibration is the foundation of the law of attraction. As you vibrate to certain levels, you know, as you think, you can raise your vibrations or you can lower your vibrations. And this causes you to attract certain things to your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's why if you if you hang around people who vibrate and think on a low level, it affects your own vibrations, and you actually you actually absorb in that energy. You know what I'm saying? Whether you realize it or not, you absorb it on a, on a, on a subconscious level, and it, it can it can bring your energy, your physical energy down. It can make you sick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It can make you it can make you lethargic. Whereas you vibrating around higher people who think on a higher level, who think positive, think about love, think about things that cause you to vibrate on a higher level, and you can attract, you know what I'm saying, positive energy and positive things in your life. And, and you can uh, basically control your environment in that way as far as how you deal with life and, you know, depression and things like that. You know, this is the ancient knowledge that the Egyptians had. You know, they, they used... To, to communicate with each other, to build, to, you know what I mean? To all kinds, to do all kinds of things and, and to think on a higher plane and to operate on a higher plane to bring nothing but, you know, success and whatever that success entails to you, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's when, so when we always talk about, you know, we vibrating on a higher level. It's basically you thinking on a higher level, even when your environment doesn't, you know what I mean, it's not, uh, pertinent to what you may think. You might not be where you want to be, but if you keep that positive thinking process and keep vibrating on that higher level, eventually you will get to where you want to get to. Hey, K Wall Zone, uh, Media Mark said, Love y'all. We love you too, bro. K Wall End Zone said, Slave abolitionists help the movement. He went on to say, That's real talk, brother. 100. Blanche thank you, thank you, thank Jackie you. Robinson. He went on to say, That's right, Derek. Your market said facts. Uh, let positive vibes in. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, y'all want to talk about that? You want to talk about that, Miss Lisa? <coughs> <laughs> so, I definitely agree with everything that you said. Everything that you said is 100% facts. So, it's like basically, if you want to achieve something, you gotta find the frequency that that particular thing is on, mm -hmm. and you got, and you have to vibrate on that frequency. Mm -hmm. So basically, I mean, in order to keep your vibrations and your frequency at an all-time high, you gotta vibrate on love. Love is everything. Mm -hmm. Love is what heals everything. Love is what 
and everything. I got to vibrate on that 528 frequency. <laughs> you got to get the frequencies right. And when, you, when you're not vibrating, when, you, when you're in tune with your star Excuse player me. and you're not vibrating right, you can feel it like you said, you get physically sick. And I know me personally, I know the, the more I have grown over these past years and became more in tune with consciousness and more in tune with my star player, I literally can feel myself when I'm not vibrating on a higher frequency. And I do physically feel ill. And when I run into people that's not vibrating on a higher level, I can like absorb their energy and it's so crazy. Yeah. So you gotta protect your energy. Mm -hmm. Your energy is it's serious. That, that's some for real some for real mess. And people it's not hoodoo, it's not no voodoo, it's not witchcraft, <laughs> none of that demonic mess that people make you believe or want you to believe, but vibrations and your frequency <coughs> is a real thing. Your energy is a thing. And you know, me personally, I like to listen to frequency music, I meditate, you eat right, you're saying you just study and research, and that's just one way that I try to keep my frequency with you. <laughs> that, that ain't Corona there, me and Marcus. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're down the wrong pipe, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Terry Sanders said, that's right, Derek, me and Marcus said, embrace negative people as well. They will walk away a little more positive. Ronica Thornton said, if you present, if you're present, you can feel the vibes and almost instantaneously feel vibe shift when it occurs. Me and Marcus said, I love my haters more. <laughs> Me and Marcus went on to say, coronavirus, shit is real deep. But you know what, though? What, what, what you notice is, what I notice is, when you start to vibrate on a different level, and a high, and you know, when you, just a different level, people, and to comment on what you just said about, you know, keeping negative people around. Some, a lot of times, negative people don't even want to come around you. You know what I mean? Depending on their attitude, like, you know, they come and say some stuff to you that, you, you know, that, you know, they know they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Want to gossip about somebody else's business. Nah. Like, people don't do that with me. We don't do that over here. Exactly, because we don't do that. We don't do that here. Uh, uh, what kind of, you know, so it's like, you will see people will realize that, you know, they can't vibrate with you on a certain level, you know what I mean? Because you don't do this or you think this way. Or that's why I never have to worry about cutting people off because it's like a, a stratosphere around me, you know what I mean? And, like, people only going to get to whatever they level they vibrating on. You know, you want you, you might be around me this far. This next person might be close to me because we vibrating on a similar level, you know what I mean? <laughs> It kind of automatic, like the trash can to take itself out, in a, in a sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love that. K-Wall Izzone said, Lisa 100. Tanya Jones said, that is so true, Derek. And I agree. When you're around the wrong energy, you can feel it. Facts. K-Wall Izzone said, energy is real. The white man calls it voodoo, but our, our ancestors gave us that gift. Mm -hmm. right. Veronica Thornton said, it's like smelling rain in the air. Some people smell, smell it and some don't. The ones that don't smell it swear that the ones that do are crazy. Yeah, you can smell right. Thanks for joining us, Miss Veronica Thornton. You can smell right. Yeah, I've been waiting for. I thought everybody can smell right. Now you go. I ain't gonna go and deviate. D, Lisa, I agree with everything y'all said. I mean, you can feel that stuff on a visceral level. 
You know, it's instinctive. You know, I got it in, in, in my stand-up where I say, you know, I go into this. I say, uh, you know, when you have these feelings, that's that's you being in tune with your pineal gland. That's your, that's your mm -hmm. consciousness. That means you're connected with the universe. You're vibrating right. You're in tune with your chakras. So sometimes you hear the universe. When you talk to the universe, it talks back to you. But if it's talking to you and it's telling you to kill people and set fires, that, that <laughs> means you might be insane. Take your medicine, Kevin. <laughs> But well, that's the level you vi that's the level you're vibrating on. Right. The universe is going to communicate you because that's how they the universe commu communicates through vibration. So when you sit there and your baby mama done slashed all four of your tires and busted your windows out, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. and you think oh, like, my yeah, my yeah, exactly. I use my single But you know that that's that that's like but it even goes back, y'all remember what's love got to do with it. Mm -hmm. that, like that's the ancient wisdom. That's what, and that's so for that's real. That's what that was vibration. She was using vibrations to change her life. And people don't understand. The chanting, that shit was real. the singing, you know, it goes back to the ancestors, you know, the drums. That's all vibrations, baby. That's all that's communicating with the universe. Hey, me and Mark said he keep getting kicked off. He don't know why. Well, just keep coming back, bro. We appreciate you. We know your stuff going to start in about an hour. Um, he went on to say people's auras are huge. I feel mm -hmm. it instantly. You can feel energy. As soon as you walk up, you know, you know, old people used to call it mother wit. Mm -hmm. It's common sense. It's, it's an innate feeling you have. It's like animals when they have children. They don't, they don't have common language like we have, but they communicate. That's that energy. The kids just feel it. How does a lion know to go hunt the gazelle? You know, uh, you're not you're not on that food that food chain. They they have certain feelings, and then they're apprehensive about you, because humans have a certain nature. You know, we have we have language. Let me tell you something. I always say this: we're really in tune to body language. Us as descendants of slaves, us mm -hmm. as descendants of Africans, us as descendants of the oldest living people on the planet. People can say anything out their mouth. But we don't feel that shit sometimes. You just don't feel it. I don't feel you. Why do that's this is why you say things like this. If some people who are auditory, I'm more of an auditory auditory person. I, I tend to say, oh, I hear what you're saying. Because mm -hmm. I'm words of affirmation. I understand that. But most of the people that I deal with and we're dealing with us, what do we say? I feel that. Or yeah. I feel you. That's letting me know you you in tune. You in tune with your chakras. Yeah. It's all about energy with you. So I have to be careful because I have a tendency, like even right now, I'm lighthearted about this. You know, where somebody might be like, oh man, be serious about this one thing, this one time. But because I feel good about y'all. I'm not going to be around you. If I don't feel it, I'm not yeah. going to be around it. But I hear what you're saying. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me yeah. tell y'all a story. <laughs> Let me tell you how to tune I be with the universe. This is when I was working in the home health, uh, I was working in the, uh, assisted living. So I get off the elevator and the, the floor that I'm working on is with dementia people. Mm -hmm. So I get off the elevator and when I walk <laughs> off the elevator, I'm looking down on my phone and I stop and I look up and I'm looking at everybody. They looking at me, I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? And they're like, nothing, what's wrong with you? I'm like, y'all right? They're like, yeah, we cool. I'm like, something ain't right in here. Y'all weird. So everybody, you know, we sign off. I sign, sign in, do what I got to do. So the first thing you're supposed to do is check the rooms. But nobody never does that. You know what I'm saying? I work the midnight shift. So the, pace, the people are usually asleep. 
But something I told hope her me, boss ain't watching. <laughs> something <laughs> told me something wasn't right. So I go to this particular residence room. Yeah, you can feel it. And he wasn't there. So I'm like, where is such and such? And they're like, oh, he's in his room. Mind you, the people had still hadn't left yet. They were standing at the elevator conversating. <clears throat> so they're looking at me like, what do you mean? So I walk around the back of the floor. Lo and behold, this man had fell, uh-huh. hit his head, and was leaking. And had been back there for a minute. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, he survived and he came out of it. You know what I'm saying? Universe. And everybody looked at me like... How did you know that? Because y'all didn't feel that? They was like, no, I felt what? I'm like, it was someone writing in here. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I, I catch myself doing things like that, knowing things before I, I'm supposed mm. to know them. Or knowing, I don't know how I know them, but I know them. And y'all, you know stop going against that inner feeling. That is your inner voice. That is, that's our ancestors talking to us, y'all. Medium Marcus said, uh, uh, he said, uh, like when I shake your hands, I feel a shockwave. You want to say y'all are beautiful people. Thank you, thank you. You too, And that goes into what we just said. You know what I mean? <clears throat> if you know me, and Rich know me for a long time, Lisa know me for a long time. I, I, I'm, I can't be phony to people. I can't be. I'm not. The, I can't be phony. Like if I don't like you, I can't. Mm-hmm. With you. you know what I mean? Like I can't be smiling. I'm not the smile in your face type of type of cat. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know. So if I deal with you, know what I'm saying. So if uh-huh. I deal with you, it's gonna be genuine. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And so when when I see people say. Well, you know, you got to watch for them snakes in your circle and you got to, you don't know who. It's like I, once I became really in tune, I don't have that problem mm-hmm. because I might not know it then, but I got to feel it. Yeah. And I've, I've learned to listen to it. If I get that feeling about somebody, it may not come into fruition that minute, but I always keep in tune like, I don't know, man, I got, I had a bad feeling about this cat. Right. You know, and they might be cool with somebody I know, but I always, you know, yeah. and, and 99.9% of the time, if you learn long enough, the shit will come to fruition and you'll find out that Thanks. you was right the whole time. You know, it was a reason why. My mama always called it your first mind. Yeah. She told me, follow your first mind and never steer yeah. you wrong. And she ain't never been right. Hey, Tanya Jones I mean, says some people just wrong. don't care. Me and Marcus said, "Spidey senses, listen." Yeah, to <laughs> and you know, and I, and I don't, you know, I know people who mess with everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I know cats that I see them all the time, and I don't, you know, and like I'm, I got a couple of cats that I know, and I know they're cool. They just cool, but they and I, I understand. Like when I see them, I like, oh, he messing with them, or oh, he don't know. Yeah. He ain't got, he ain't, he, he ain't in tune. So I gotta watch, even though you yeah. may be cool. I know that you're not in tune with yourself. Yeah. So you can't if you can't peep to this person. Like some people, you just know, man. Yeah, some people you, know. you just meet and you just know. What about the times you went to a party or gathering and you said, "I'm gone." They don't feel yeah. right. You left and a shooting break out. Yeah, somebody get killed. Yeah, listen to I, I, it, it, man. This happened. I tell you one time, me and my brother, we was in Columbus, and uh, we going to the we going to this one club. And he go and he goes in one um, part of the club. You know how you break, you split up. We go split up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we kicking and everything, and then all of a sudden it just was a. I just felt I, you could feel the, the temperature in the room change. Okay. I didn't know what or where it was, but I just knew I had to find my brother. 
You know what I mean? And so I go looking for him. And then as soon as I find him, he's like, man, these niggas over here about to start fighting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he was on the other side. But I, and I didn't even know it. But you could feel the temperature of the room change. And no, we didn't even get out the door good enough for bottles to start uh, past. You know, they was throwing. I mean, it was, it was a haul out brawl right behind us. Uh, bottles just flying over our heads and stuff. But I knew it was like, man, I swear I felt the energy in the room change. I was like, uh oh, something ain't something, something ain't right right now. Let's let's uh let's get up out of here. Yeah. Um I done been into a room or been at a party and I'm feeling like something ain't right in this in this area. And for me sometimes it didn't necessarily be somebody started shooting at the party or anything like that, but it'd be somebody at the party be they kill somebody. You saying like it's been so many times. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't been around people and I start feeling that it start feeling like a panic attack, anxiety attack. Yes, sir. You say, and I'm like, what? What this? You say, but now I know. And then come to find out, two months later, a year later, this person then went to jail because they didn't kill somebody. But yeah, man, and, and just in synop in synopsis, you know. You you can change your life by controlling your consciousness by lifting your vibrations. And I go back to, you know, before we even did this show, start doing this show, you know what I mean? I vibrated on a different level. And there's things that I wanted to do, and I had to learn how to raise my vibration and my thought process. You can control your environment. I mean, you can control your consciousness. You can control your, 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 your whole uh, uh, life just by your thought process. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, I've done it. We've done it. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff that I wanted to do, I had to raise my vibration. I had to change the way I thought about myself. And I think you hit it on the head. The highest vibration is love. If you operate out of love, you'll always land on your feet. You know what I mean? So that's it. You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first... Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dastardly, and the little lady in the house, Miss Lisa. Lisa, go ahead, pick, grab a chair, Mucho. Come on in there. Hey, Veronica Thorne went on to say, she said, people that mess with everyone are seeking some sort of approval and are afraid to tune into themselves. They don't understand their own frequency. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what you, when you said, D, you got people that mess with everybody. You know, I ain't going to keep you long. I'm about to move into yeah, the, we're gonna uh, get into this full this uh, social media post of the week. Social Dick media Dastard. post of the week is something that uh, Derek shared on the page. I'm gonna play Actually, two Lisa minutes. Actually, yeah. uh, Lisa, mm -hmm. I'm gonna put a little two minute video up here. Be? So go what's going to be this week? I, I tune in every week with y'all. What's what's the, the uh, we about to roll this video real quick. You should have took the speaker, right? Really. Bullshit. I pushed men out of I 
That ain't what he said. I didn't say you forced me to get married, but you, did you not say to me that you wanted to be engaged and you wanted to be married before you lived with me? I want, I want a million dollars. I don't care how many get it. I can want something, but not. Like, nobody, nobody you shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't have said that. But you didn't press me? But you gonna lie now so to the people that we talk about sex? You gonna lie now to the people? No way. You didn't want to lie to me? Of course I did. So then why are you avoiding the question? That's not avoiding the question. I'm saying that that means because I wanted and I requested that, that you were gonna deliver it. Like nobody pressed you for that. So no, you just said you wanted it and requested it. <coughs> Bullshit. I can make a request. Is the request gonna be granted? Am I, not, am, I, am I not granting you an avenue? You are granting it to So, me. this is my question. This is my question. If you wanted monogamy, okay. why would you want monogamy if monogamy, if, if sex is a chore for you? That's the question. You're avoiding the question. I'm not avoiding the question, but at first you said men, women, or, or in general, me specifically, are pushing the monogamy. Man, all right, I, I want to, no, that's not what he said at all. But I just want to go ahead. I'm going to let them continue to play in the background. Actually, I'm going to stop this. And then we're going to just kind of go into the questions there. She sounded like a fuchsia trying to explain her point. So we got some comments from the saw, last What we saw was a, uh, was a married couple uh, talking about the pressure into marriage only to be denied sex. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read some of the uh, comments that were made at the time that we shared this on the page. This is in the... Full disclosure shows group page. Please. Hold on, Rich. Before you get into that, I want to read a couple more of these from the last topic. Please do, King. <clears throat> Veronica Thornton said, I always tell my sons it's called self-control because you control yourself. They know that like a, a motto now. And I think that we already get into, yeah, you already said that. All right. All right. So one of the first comments we had about this, this is a six-minute video. I just want to share the first two minutes because it kind of encapsulates the whole conversation. I've... Uh, Heather McCullough, she said, I think that you don't know what you don't know. When she was 26, her sex drive was probably the same as his. But once you start adding kids and careers and the daily stresses of life, that can change. Men's sex drives can change as well. They could have prostate problems or be placed <laughs> on heart medication or other medications that can affect a man's sex drive. That's where those vows are supposed to come in. It's not a license to bring up another person, another person to your relationship. And then Michael Jordan went on to say, long story short, it's about control and narcissistic personality. All right, so, you know, those are two interesting takes on it. Let me just give it, give it to you like this. Look, once again, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about people getting married and then a woman not want sex. And... Well, well, no, 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 go back, go back, because... <laughs> His initial question was not about marriage. Okay. Okay, what he said is, th th and this is my take, okay, women put an emphasis on monogamy. Okay. One woman, you have sex with this woman, this woman has sex with this man. This is the basis of America. We're supposed to be monogamous. When you get in a relationship, the emphasis on being monogamous. You see uh, women all the time talking about men cheating this and men cheating that, men cheating that. So, or men are dogs because men can't. So women, what he's saying is women, if you're going to put the emphasis on monogamy and that I'm only going to have sex with you, then how can you refuse sex? How can you refuse sex if you're saying that monogamy is what you want? That's what he's asking. Yeah, I got you. And she sounded like a fuchsia trying to explain that. Like, 
she said several different things in a 30 second right. window. So she was like Fraser. She was yeah, she was like cigarette. Like bottom line is this: that you know, it, it, it is animals out there that are monogamous. I believe it's like the penguin is one. There's a there's a species of owl. I looked this up actually. There's a species of owl that's monogamous. That you know what I mean. And there are some porpoises. I think uh, like I think they're monogamous, but there ain't many. Yeah. Well, you got porpoises, owls, and then you got penguins. We look like neither. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll operate with that. What what I see, and you know, this is just my take on it. That um, if you're asking for monogamy. Y'all got to really be on the same page and try to please each other. Because there's going to be times he's not going to want to do something, you're not going to want to do it. Um, you know, we talked about this before ad nauseum. You know, women, like, I think Heather had a good point. As they age, sex is just not as important. Their childbearing years are gone. It's, it's not important for them. They don't have that drive to do it like the men. Now, these two didn't seem that old, but, right. you know, I, I, I kind of see what she said. Well, what if the guy had prostate issues and he couldn't? perform or whatever, you know, basically she's supposed to sit there. Bottom line is, I'll answer for that. No. If I'm with you and I can't perform, there's no reason why I should ask you not to. And I, gotta, I, I, I gotta face you. Always got somewhere to sit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but see, even with that, you know, everybody want that. It's not just about right, that. Right. You know, it's about the whole thing. Bottom line, as a man, let me just tell you, I'm gonna go from a man's point of view. If I am a man with a woman and we're in a monogamous relationship and I can no longer perform, I can't get there, I can't get it up, I lose it in an accident, no matter what happens, it is wrong for me to subject you to a lifetime of no sex. That is just not even realistic. And I don't know, I don't know too many men who will go against me in saying that. I'm going to go against you, God damn it. I'm going to go get one of them strap-ons. If the lesbians can wear one, God damn it, I can wear one, hey, too. Man, let me go ahead. She, she, she buried you for a strap-on, man. Yeah, I'm about so, to put that brother on. Said she sounded caught off guard. If sex is the issue, then people should include sex drive as part of their discussion. I do see the brother's point. Terry Sanders went on to say, the lion pride demonstrates a perfect example from a nature-based perspective. Okay, just in case y'all don't know what he's talking about, there's one male lion for a pride of lions. There's normally several females and one male. He mates with all of them. And he gives them all children and he protects them from threats. So that is the ultimate uh, polygamy type of relationship. However, you know, we, we got to talk about it, Terry, since you brought it up. There were societies back in ancient times where the women had multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. So if the, if the woman had a, a husband who she felt didn't perform anymore, she would have the other husbands kill that husband, and they would chop him up, and then they would bury him in the garden so he could be useful again. <laughs> now, I know. <laughs> See, women always smile. I say this up in my shows. Women always start giggling. Y'all are so evil. They're like, well, I chop a few motherfuckers up in here, boy. I swear I'd be growing some tomatoes out your mm-hmm. ass, boy. But the, the truth of the matter is this. You know, as someone who's been in a long-term relationship, who's been through these ups and downs, who's heard all this bullshit, if you ain't married, if you ain't in a long-term relationship or monogamous, you need to shut up. Bottom line. Because you don't have any 
inkling of what's really going on. Until you sit around and day after day, you still providing, you paying bills, you taking care of the lights on, mortgage paid, food in the mouth, gas in the car, notes being paid, everything's taken care of. And that's not just money. You still attending to needs. You making sure that nobody's being abused. And you ain't having sex. So that, that you, you might as well be in prison. You might as well be in prison in solitary confinement because that's exactly what it is. A loveless relationship is horrible. You shouldn't ask anybody, male or female, to be involved in that. I'm going to read these two things. Lisa and I digress. I want you to be able uh, to go ahead and talk. Veronica said, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Veronica said, and when the male lion can't perform, he gets his balls bit. That is so true. We saw that video. She was yeah. like, well, you better get these up. So the thing is, you know, as a man, you know you always provide. It's a happily after after syndrome. But I digress. Lisa, what are you what are your thoughts on this? Oh, on this particular video, first off, I do think she was caught off guard. Like she she portrayed as if she had no idea that he felt this way. Hmm. Secondly, I think that he took his personal marriage problem and generalized it as all women. Because he kept saying, why the women, why the women? But you can't say that all women are like that in marriage. I mean, you, can, you just can't. So he said all women, so he kind of generalized his issue as all women. Secondly, um, I do feel that when you're in a marriage, you got to work on it. So, you understand, and a, a marriage is work. So you, you're going to have to find time for you to have sex. And if you ain't feeling it, and if you got some low sex drive, you want to talk about it and figure out what to do about it. That's just my personal opinion. So I think that whatever sex issue they have going on, they need to talk about it personally. And either she needs to figure out what she needs to do to get her sex drive going on, or she's going to have some issues going on in her marriage. Real quick, before you pass it to Derek, I have a question. Lisa, if a man has low T, let's say, and he can't get his woman pregnant, what do they tend to do? They go out and find things to try to get pregnant. Okay, and if she needs help and she, she can't have it, what do they do? And then they find out what they got to do to fix it. So, if he working down here and she ain't doing her work, mm -hmm. that's what I said. Should he be okay said. to go find? Okay. Well, he needs. They need to talk about it before he just goes out and just find somebody. Man, tell her boss. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you. been going on for quite some time that's a different story but you mean to tell me if an issue just just started going on you mean to tell me you just gonna go out automatically and just find okay. somebody you're not gonna try to talk about it you're not gonna try to work it out i'm gonna tell you this man a smart man named Derek williams once told me he was like he had this epiphany it's just amazing uh, do, do, do you know where i'm about to go with this name no i don't let me like me again. When we talk about marriage, right? A man truly gets married for love, but a woman necessarily don't. That's the goal for most women. They want that ring. They want to walk down that aisle. They want to say, "Look, bitches," all this other stuff. A man get married because he knows that's what this woman wants. I love you enough. I want to forsake everybody for you. I want to walk you down that aisle. I want to be your prince charm. I want to become your king. We know we got to take care of you to the day we die. A lot of women, that's the freaking finish line that day. And then they finish at that line. And the stuff go downhill. And I'm left to just deal with it. Now if I go out and I find other things, I'm a piece of shit. 
I can't keep my stuff in my yeah. pants. You take care of my stuff. Let me let me give it. See, and that, what he's saying is what he's saying is, and this is not. This is not a separate, this is not an isolated incident. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of men, if you, if you, you know, do a survey, feel this way. You feel what I'm saying? So he's speaking for, and it's not everybody in cups. You know what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying. But the one, one problem is, like what you're saying, they should talk about it. But then the problem is he's talking to her about it, and she's in denial. She, she's in denial. She won't even accept it. She, she won't even accept the problem. She, she is denial. in denial. Right. So it's like he's saying, you know, he's saying this is this and this. Maybe and she hurt. won't even, well, uh, uh what, what, did, did, you know. She yes, was explaining yeah, it Yeah, way. exactly, exactly. So it's like, you I know. I do think she, this woman in this incident I do. It did sound like she was in denial, and it seemed as if it was an issue that had been going on for a while. Right. He's, you know saying, he's saying, I'm providing you with monogamy. I'm I'm just focused on you. I don't got no other side in the side chicks on the side. I'm not off? doing nothing. You know what I mean? So if, if that's what you want and that's what I'm giving to you, then why come you can't go out your way to give me what I want? We supposed to be meeting each other halfway, yeah, and unfortunately, there are a lot of relationships that mirror exactly what this dude is talking about. Not everybody. Some, some of I've seen some where the shoe was on the other foot, where we talked about the, it's the woman who wants, you know, what I mean, to have sex, da da da, and it's the man who, for whatever reason, you know, you know, and I think it, it is a control issue. There's a, a situation. It's a situation where, if if I got the only game in town. You know what I mean? You got to come to me for your cable. You got to come to me for your ribs. Whatever it is, like, you know, you got to come. I have control over you. So if I can, I, you know what I mean? I can use it to manipulate you. And that's what a lot of women do. They use, if I'm mad at you, no sex. If, you, you know what I'm saying, you, you get home, you say you was going to get home 30 minutes and you 45 minutes late, no sex. You know what I mean? And, and then so... But they be real quick, like all oh, men. Men is dogs. All oh, men cheap. You know what I mean. All oh, men do this. All oh, men do that. But like, just like this woman, do you accept? Are you accepting responsibility for your actions? You know what I mean. That's basically what he's saying. And she didn't. And she definitely didn't want to accept responsibility. And Terry Sanders says Sarah in the Bible told Abraham to go get a younger chick. She was tired of giving it up. <laughs> Veronica Thornton <laughs> said, oh, I bet they had a long discussion. They got <laughs> therapy after that show. Hey, man, you know, it's, it's no right or wrong. We're not trying to place blame. We just, we can only go by what we saw. And, you know, I believe monogamous relationships are wonderful. I mean, it's, isn't it better to lay mm-hmm. down with somebody and then go to the bathroom really and hope your pee don't hurt? <laughs> it really is. So, I mean, but you know what? Then when you go out, and you do certain things, you got to think about that other person. That other person going to catch feelings for you after a while. That's unfair for that person, too. So now that you got two mm-hmm. people you're probably in love with, but one is actually taking care of your needs. Shouldn't the one that's taking care of your needs actually get all your attention? You need to leave that old situation alone. But then people want to say, oh, the home record home. No, no, this motherfucker was actually, excuse me, this person was actually listening to me. She, she actually in tune with me more than, how, how are you in tune with each other if you ain't making love? Seriously. Let's, let's keep it 100. I don't even really know you. You know, it's good. You're my teammate. You're my roommate. You know, we can watch friends together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, living single. Let's, 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 but the truth of the matter is no, no person is going to deal with that situation because of everybody in general. 
And, and I'm going to say one thing, too, with, with this brother, and I can tell you where he's coming from, as a man who's giving his woman everything that he feels she wants. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm, like, you know, I'm the type of, like, okay, I'm doing I'm doing this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm that dude. You know what I mean? I'm the man that y'all say y'all want. You know what I'm saying? You say you want a man that's going to be monogamous. Okay, I'm monogamous. You say you want a man that's going to love you, listen to you, that's going to do this. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm do all that. Now, I'm just going out on them, just basically how he must feel. Now, he, and maybe he ain't, maybe it ain't, ain't true, but you can kind of tell, like, okay, I'm doing this. Why can't you do this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like and then when you look at dudes, and we all know dudes that's cheating on both drawstrings. You know what I mean? But they woman at home is is putting it down. She's doing everything. And that's why a lot of women will say, well, you know, you could do this, this, that, that before a man here still cheat. No, the cheating ass motherfucker you got will still cheat. You know what I'm saying? But it's like sometimes as a man, you see the dude that ain't doing what he's supposed to do getting all the benefits. You feel what I'm saying? And you could be like frustrated. Like, how? How is this dude... He got three, four women on the side, and his woman, you know what I mean? Because she, it's like she know what he's doing, so she got to fight. She feel like, you know what I mean? Like, she got to fight for his, she, yeah, like, I'm I'm get, I'm I'm more. I think it's a challenge thing, man. You know, my happily ever. See, bottom line, this is why you can't do comedy and do a show like this, because a lot of what I be saying on stage is going to sneak in here, and mm-hmm. people be like, he's a son of a bitch. But I'm telling the truth. Y'all need to hear the truth. The bottom line is this. You can't ask of someone what you're not willing to give. And you can't do to someone what you're not willing to get. So, what? So it's, Facts. It's crazy. Like my man Chris Rock said, a man is only loved about how, about how much he provides. Everybody else, dogs love unconditionally. Mama love unconditionally. Kids love unconditionally. Dad is loved by conditions. <laughs> so if I got a condition, the condition for you is to provide, though, it's only a few needs I have. I want to eat, I want to sleep, and I want to have sex. That really ain't that difficult. Mm-hmm. She fell in. <laughs> she fell in. He, bottom line, as an OG, man, get out there. But, but you know, to her, she needs to, do, she needs to listen to what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? To deal with it, at least I think you you hit it on the head. You know what I mean? You know, as it, you know, we, we just talked about the lion and the pride. We made that whole analogy. You know what I mean? And I had this I had this conversation with my sons. You know what I mean about monogamy being our man meant to be monogamous. And you know, I, my son was explaining to me like he he doesn't feel that you know that we're by nature we're not monogamous. You, you made the point. By nature we're not monogamous. But if you if you're not going to be, you need to be real. Don't fake it. Don't sit there and get in a relationship, and then when you get busted cheating, talking about well, you know, men ain't meant to be monogamous. You know, nah, say that up front in the beginning. Go ahead. What if you got a woman that she wanted, he can't do it. Let's say he ain't got the medical problem that they said before. Shouldn't she be allowed to do the same thing? Should she be able to go get some extra because he can't even provide what she wants? Well, I mean, I'm talking about. If you if you commit yourself to a relationship, no, you commit saying. yourself to a relationship, but your man is not capable of keeping up with your drive. Shouldn't she be allowed to go creep and get some? Well, I mean, 
You have to be able to look at your. Now, I mean, you like a no, shit. I mean, <laughs> look, I, 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 it's the same. It's the same. It's, <laughs> a, it's the same. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Like, keep it real with me. Don't creep behind my back. That's what I'm talking about. If we're gonna be real about it, if you're gonna say, "Look here, man, baby, you ain't giving it to me like I need it," and now what are we gonna do? Let's be real. Don't don't be like I'm about, I'm about to go to Walmart and then come back three hours later. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Let's be real about it. Like if we could communicate and come up with like you know maybe I say okay you you know you is right you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you is right you know I know I ain't been put down lately you know what I'm saying but if you need to you know what I'm saying I holler at my dude across the street. Hey man, y'all come holler at me. I talk about all this in my show. So come holler at me. But real talk, I think that um, you know if you're in that situation, anybody can deal with anything. No, re- no relationship, no one relationship is the same. Nobody can tell you what your relationship is. Only you can. And some people have that understanding. Like maybe I can't provide that, but I still want to be with you. If you need to go do that, go do it. You know. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. You know, I've been. Yeah, in that situation. I've seen like, it. Look, I, I can't do that. You, you need to go ahead and find somebody that can do it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lisa, you got awfully quiet. Uh, well, y'all keep cutting me off. <laughs> y'all here, go ahead. We apologize. Uh, I don't. I, I just think before you decide to get married, that that needs to be a discussion. And I don't think people discuss that part of marriage. I think people just get married, and because they feel like they love that person, love conquers all. But don't don't nobody have a discussion of what they what love means to that person. I think sometimes we go in and we think, we both come in, we think that we're at the same level of love, but we're not. And in the beginning of any relationship, it's all bliss, it's fucking everywhere. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but, but you know, you let me push it back a little bit. I want to ask you this. I mean, no, I want to hear her What I'm saying is, I'm based on what she's saying. Like, okay, the thing is, though, like, people assume that how it is before you get married is going to be how it is after. Like you said, y'all, this is what y'all doing now. So you don't have a conversation because this is what we're doing. This is who we are. Then when you get married, shit changes. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, so, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you you know it. You feel what I'm saying? Go ahead, Lisa. Finish your thought. I want to hear this. Um, So when you get into this marriage, you go in there thinking like, we're going to always be in this lullaby, blissful moment. But once life going on, you know what I'm saying? You, you're not thinking. Like you said, you're not anticipating that a year within the marriage, you're going to lose so many jobs. You're going to be stressed. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the man's holy jaw. You didn't see him with her ashy ass. You know what I'm saying? And now <laughs> things ain't what they used to be. <laughs> You said, so then you stuck with that dilemma. Do you talk about it and try to work it out, or do you just go on with the with the marriage? But if you stay in the marriage and you know the issue, you can't blame her and she can't blame you. You can only blame yourself. So he can't blame her for the lack of sex. He didn't been married to her for how long, especially if this was going on before they before. got married. Right. So now she wasn't fucking you the way you wanted to be fucked before, but you decided to give her what she wanted because you love her. But now <laughs> two years later, she still ain't giving you up. The, she still ain't giving the draws up the way you want to. But now you're mad at her. But you only can be mad at yourself, especially if you knew. 
If you but that's the case, that's if she was it, that's why I deserve but, a clap right there. But that's dude. that's, that's the down. that's the case though. If she wasn't doing it, like you're right. But still, if she wasn't, if, but still, if you if it goes on, if she was, and then all of a sudden she stopped, stopped, and you said, "Hey, babe, this is what's going on. You got to start giving the jaws up because I'm feeling some type of way." And and. You worked on it. You worked on it. Two years going, y'all still having the same issue, and you still stay. That's on then you. it's still on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you say, you know, this ain't working male out female, for me, right? Right, male or female. You say this ain't working out for me. I think it's best if we go our separate ways and go your separate ways. Then this is what it is. They ain't ready for that conversation, Lisa. They ain't ready for it. Ronnie Cadora said, "Grown people problems require grown people discussions." If you if you can out their privileged parts, I'm sorry, private parts in your mouth. <laughs> if you can put, you know how they be out uh, there. If you can put their private parts in your mouth, you should be able to talk about anything. That's real. You should real be real able talk. to. But you know what, man? I'm going to tell you. Let me just kind of just be real. A lot of times when you get into a situation like that, just say when you get married and just come in. Like a year going by, you ain't even really realized that it ain't like it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's gradually, you know, you, you start having sex less and less and less. And you may not even notice it. It might not even be noticed by the time. And then you get in a situation where it, it's not about to, and, and you know, it's not about the sex, really. You know what I mean? It's just, we all, we look at it as just about the ins and outs. You know what I'm saying? Men, we, it, it, that's how we communicate our love. You know what I mean? So, you know, and then you, you people like, well, he cheated on me with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they be wondering why the chick that he cheated with, but she she showed this man some attention. Like, next thing you know, you talking to this woman, and you ain't trying to have... If you a good man, you're not trying to cheat. But people don't realize that. You don't set out to go out like, well, I'm going to cheat on my wife today. Mm -hmm. It don't work like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You just, next thing you know, you talking to this woman, and she listening to what you got to say, and she asks you questions that, like, you didn't even realize that... Your wife wouldn't even ask you no more. You know what I mean? Your wife don't care. Exactly. <laughs> the next thing you know, it's not that you you desire, you might not desire this woman physically, but now you done, you done already started cheating on her before you even across the line. You know what I mean? These things happen. There's a lot of blurred lines to it. But to get back to the original, like, you know, if if you're going to, to get back to what old boy was saying to the woman, like, look here, if you want me to be monogamous, like, if you want me to eat your food and you don't want me to eat nobody else's food, you got to cook. You got to cook. It's <laughs> a very profound statement. <laughs> you know so what I'm saying? Empty, empty oven, empty stove. Yeah, cup. you got to cook. So I got to be hungry again tonight? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> you like that one, didn't you? Yeah. Well, hey. we got to be, hold on, we got to be more, uh. Is that all the comments, man? Hey, hey, y'all. Thanks for joining us, man. You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady house. Thank you. Thank you, man. Joining us. Like I said, like and share. You can check the podcast out on Stitcher, Spotify, all the uh, streaming platforms live. You know what I mean? Sundays, tap in with us. It was a great show. Have fun with y'all. Thank you, Veronica Thornton, um, Amelia Marcus, Miss Ty, everybody that joined in with us. Appreciate it. It's all love all day. Tell the people in your life you love them. Tomorrow is not promised to nobody. Stay October royal. 31st, Boom Boom Room, Derek Lamont Williams, the first.
verse is gonna be throwing down. It's going down, y'all. Y'all come show some love to my brother. I'm telling you, he put on a great show. Come on, took me Tuesday, Tuesday, y'all. Be sorry. That's on peace. You know what to stay right? I was waiting for it. I said it. Oh.